Welcome to Be Well Westchester, the podcast devoted to all things fitness, food, and wellness right here in beautiful Westchester, Pennsylvania. I am Devin Gage, and I'll be guiding you through discovering all of the amazing resources for wellness that we have available right here in Westchester. Make sure you hit subscribe to receive all of the latest updates and episodes, and let's get started into today's episode. Today's episode, you are going to hear from Chris Heskett, who is not only an amazing fitness coach at Gage Strength Training, where he has helped thousands of people uh, lose weight and get amazing uh, transformations and reach their fitness goals, but he's also an avid outdoorsman. Um, He loves to hike and experience nature, um, and he knows everything there is to know about the amazing hiking trails and uh, nature preserves here in Chester County. And that's what he's going to talk about today, ways that you can get out, experience nature, and see all of the best that Chester County has to offer. So let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Be Well Westchester podcast. I'm here with Chris Heskett. Uh, Chris is an avid outdoorsman, uh, and he's also a great performance coach and trainer here at Gage Strength Training. So Chris, thanks for coming. Thank you. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, so like you said, uh, I've kind of been really into the outdoors for a long time. Um, kind of started with my parents. So when they were stationed uh, in Alaska, when they were in the Army, they did a lot of backpacking. And basically from there, as a kid, uh, I did a lot of hiking around uh, Ricketts Glen, which is a little bit north of here, um, and Show State Forest, right outside of Gettysburg, where I grew up. Cool. We did hiking a lot. Yeah, and I, I, I've known you for, man, I guess like just about seven years, and it seems like you've gotten really into, especially the local areas. Um, what got you hooked on like local areas, and talk about like your transition, because now you've grown into like a real outdoorsman versus just liking going for hikes. Yeah, so a couple years ago, I kind of got into hunting as well, and kind of diving into that community, there's a lot of uh, activism. Um, and a lot of the smaller preserved groups around here are also into a lot of activism as well. So that kind of pushed me into like a more active role in like the outdoor and hunting community. So that's kind of past like 12 months, I've really pushed into kind of that role where um, it's smaller organizations like uh, TLC for SEC down in Southern Chester County, Natural Lands, where you can actually talk to the people but you can also see it kind of like their mission statement and what they stand for. Yeah. Um, and are you, what do you, what can you do to get involved with like, I don't know who are TLC? What are the natural so all about? Natural lands is who owns uh, like Chestland and Stroud right outside Westchester here. Um, to get involved with them, you can sign up for just like a basic membership on their website and that, you know, you donate a little bit of money and that goes to help uh, promote their education programs um, helps them buy new preserves in the future, stuff like that. Uh, TLC for SCC stands for the Land Conservation for Southern Chester County. Um, and again, they do a lot of education programs down there. Um, so that's like more like Kennett area. They're based there and like right on the border of Delaware. Cool. What are your favorite, uh, hikes, preserves, areas to explore in Chester County? So probably my number one go-to is Cheslin. Um, it's just really big. 
um, which is nice because I like to go like three to five mile hikes. Um, Stroud is really popular right outside of Westchester. Um, other than that, uh, French and Marsh Creek State Parks are really nice. A um, little bit different, a little bit hillier. Um, other ones, one I tend to go to in the summer with my dog is White Clay Preserve. Just because you have the stream there, so if you have a dog, you can basically walk it like 20 minutes or shorter if you have like a really L-shaped dog. <laughs> have them jump in the water, cool off, walk a little bit further. So dogs in summer, if you're going to walk it outside, that's a good place to take it cool. just because you can be in the water all the time. What are the type of like terrain or what are some features? Is that what you can call them? Like things that you might experience at some of these places and what are, what are some things that are unique? I mean, around here, it's pretty flat. Like, it's just either flat or hilly. So you're not going to get, like, big vistas like you would in, like, upstate PA. Um, Cheslin, you do have some, like, overlooks. Um, there's also... So my favorite trail is, like, in the southern side, which is, like, the Yellow Trail. That has rare what's called, like, Serpentine Barren. So it's basically this rock formation. It's really rare in the whole country. Um, and it's high in heavy metal, so the... The actual area is very unique and the animals that can live there, the type of plants that can live because it's toxic to most things. What kind of animals or plants do you see there? I mean, plants, it's mostly like thorny, like not super pretty stuff. Yeah. Like if you just walk by, like it's not like visually appealing, but if you want to like nerd out and get into like the ecology of it, it it's very unique plants that can survive and basically what's really high in toxic heavy, heavy metals. That's also, there's um, a state forest, which is like the whole thing is the same thing. It's these barrens that are really rare. So it's like a very unique landscape you don't see elsewhere in PA. Yeah, now you said animals. Is there any like specific animals no. that you'd see around? No, it's just, it's gonna be like smaller, like squirrels and stuff like that. Like you're not gonna see a lot of like big game animals like deer um that really that's the only big game around here but yeah. you're not going to see larger animals there because there's no food for them so you're going to see a lot more smaller animals birds things like that in that area well do you know anything about bird watching or have you gotten into that at all a little bit i yeah. mean i have some bird feeders in the back of my house and um if you're into bird watching there's actually a really cool app um cornell university made it so it's called merlin bird id so if you're a bird watcher you basically take a photo of it and you can identify any bird in the area i have heard of that and i know bird watching is somewhat big around here in some of these areas bird watching is huge yeah it's just so i forget how many billions are spent on bird watching but there's a yeah. lot um so if somebody was gonna get like i'm not super outdoorsy like i'm never gonna opt to go for a hike on a weekend mm -hmm. but if somebody were going to do that they wanted to explore more what would you say is like first place to go how would they navigate the area mm -hmm. i mean I, I know a lot of these places have trails that are kind of marked but where would you recommend somebody go for maybe the first time first time hiking i mean if you're in westchester stroud's gonna be like the easiest place to go to it's right outside of westchester um you also have like ridley creek state park which again fairly flat terrain nothing crazy so you're not doing a ton of hills those are good starting places. Um, it's pretty easy to navigate. Now, if you're not like an expert navigator, um, you can get an app called All Trails, 
all trails. Yeah, so you can find hikes through it, but it also records, so it's GPS. So you basically press the record button, and it's going to track how far you go, but if you do get lost, which I have before, you can turn around and find your way back onto the trail. Okay. So that's really nice to have, especially if it's like your first time going out, you don't really know much about hiking, having like a GPS tracker, and it's free. Yeah. Is really helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so again, um, uh, this is not my wheelhouse. <laughs> what would you, gear-wise, uh, boots, backpack, like what would you prepare for a hike? So if it's like decent weather out around here, you don't really need much. You can go out with just like regular workout clothes and regular sneakers. Now, if you the weather's kind of crappy um, or you want to get more serious into it, you do want like hiking shoes or boots. So... I've always used either Zero or Merrill, but there's tons of other companies out there. Um, a backpack with water. Um, and then I always keep like a, a first aid kit on hand, um, which it's pretty cheap. So it's, um, uh, which one do I have? Adventure Medical. It's like 20 to 40 bucks. Just, and then you can keep it in your car as a first yeah. aid at all times, but that's what I keep in my backpack. Food for longer hikes. But if someone like first time you're going, probably no further than three miles. You don't need much, some water. That's about it. If somebody was going to go as a family, where, <clears throat> where would you recommend they go? If they had young kids or a dog or, you know, where would you recommend the family go? Um, I would recommend either going to Cheslin. So Cheslin also has like an outdoor playground on it. So you could take them to that um, or uh, White Clay Preserve because especially in the warmer weather, if the kids start to get bored, you can have them like jump in the water real quick. Dogs, you can have them jump in the water. There's a lot going on. The lots of things to see down there. Um, some of the other areas, there's it's just mostly walking, and for kids, that kind of gets a little boring. Yeah. Um, I mean, winter-wise, is there any places that are closed or trails that get kind of crazy? I mean, obviously, we're in the winter now. Is yeah. there any place that you'd recommend? In nothing's closed right now, really. Um, any place that I wouldn't recommend. Trying to think. Um, some of the steeper trails in Cheslin, which are on the, like the southern side, they get a little shady. Um, where you can see the trails that get a little shady in winter, um, they won't allow horseback riding on those trails. So there is a good amount of horseback riding? There's a good amount of horseback riding. Yeah. So if you see a trail that says basically like no horseback riding on the trail in winter time, if you're new to hiking and being outside, try to avoid those. Okay. Um, I had another thing I was going to ask, but uh, do you have a favorite of yourself personally? Like a favorite place to hike? Yeah. My favorite place would probably be uh, Ricketts Glen. Okay. Um, so if you haven't been there, it's, I think there's nine waterfalls on the trail. So basically you go like a mile, there's a waterfall. You go a mile, there's another waterfall. It's a hard trail because basically you go down, uh, I don't know what the elevation is, but you go down for like four miles. Yeah. And then you have to turn around and hike up basically four miles. Okay. Again, not a beginner hike. Um, I've been there a couple times and usually there's someone who gets hurt there because the rocks get really slippery. Really? Yeah. So last time I was there, someone actually, they didn't have the proper gear for it. They slipped on a rock and broke their leg. And Ricketts so, Glen's kind of far out. It's in the so Jim Thorpe area, right? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. 
Jim Thorpe area. Okay. So if somebody was, again, wanted to get into hiking and experiencing some of the, you know, the things out here, um, what are like the top three, maybe top five places that you'd recommend? I mean, I'm, I'm clueless. I know of Strouds. I know of Ridley Creek. What else is there out there? So, yep. You just said Stroud and Ridley Creek. Those are great. You have Marsh Creek. Uh, and then north of here is French Creek State Park. Um, so there would be like two really good places to go. Um, Chestland's really nice, and it's not far out of Westchester, um, about 20 minutes. Um, then White Clay Preserve, again, that's one of my go-tos to go to all the time. It's also a great trout fishing area. Okay. Um, so, so are there a lot of fishing in these areas? Yes, so a lot of your state parks. So Marsh Creek, French Creek, there's yeah. fishing you can do. Not all of them, though. So you do want to check on regulations, so like natural land, so that's who owns Stroud and Chestland and a bunch of others. No fishing on those. Okay. So, like, the private preserves, a lot of times you're not going to be able to fish, kayak, things like that. The state lands, a lot of times you can. You can do boating. You can go fishing, hunting, other outdoor activities you can do there. Cool. Um, and you said you're involved in, like, the conservation side of things. Mm-hmm. Is there any ways if somebody wanted to get involved with conservation, what, is that, what does that look yep. like? So, if you want to go, like, hyper-local, um, natural lands... Trust is one of the bigger ones around here. Um, the Land Conservation for Southern Chester County is another one. Um, and the Red Clay, oh, I always butcher the name, Red Clay Alliance. Um, they're just outside of North Brook. So if you ever drive by North Brook, there's a little uh, preserve there. So those are like super, super local. Um, if you want to go a little bit big, well, bigger at national level, um, Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership. So they're dealing with uh, things on the national level and state level. Uh, TRCP is like the abbreviation. Okay. And what type of work do they do and how do they work for conservation? So natural land, like the local ones, they're going to do more education stuff. They might be able to buy land, but usually land is donated to them. But usually it's education stuff and putting on um, and helping restore habitat. Okay. Are there any risks to habitat right now? Um, well, right now in this area, it's getting really urbanized. So yeah, we're losing a lot of habitat in this area because every time development goes in, those animals lose habitat. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the issues we have with deer in the area is because it's so urbanized, it's really hard to keep that population in check. So they're going to go wherever. And that's why, you know, a lot of times during the rut in the fall, there's so many deer that are hit every year and that's you know that's a big thing with being a hunter that's the side of it is which conservation yes hunting is conservation which is kind of you know counterintuitive to people that don't understand all of it yes um, it's a little weird but yes it you're trying to manage the population you're not trying right. to decimate it and that's why they're so strict about tags and um yes like yeah, yeah. licensing and stuff like that yep and the, that license the what you pay where the license fee goes to wildlife research. Okay. So you pay for having like state game land. So PA has, uh, it's a few million acres of state game lands that are preserved just for when there's no hunting going on, which is about half the year. That's just pristine landscape for wildlife. So yeah. that's paid, no taxpayer dollars go to that. That's all hunting license fees go to preserving that land. So couple million acres. Cool. 
Um, now, is there any effect on like global warming or climate change that is affecting these lands that you know of or the, the wildlife or anything like that? I'm sure it is. I can't speak of that right now. <laughs> I'm not an expert in that area. Yeah, I thought I read something about like the the white tail bunny or the white tail hare. Do you oh, yeah, talking the, about that. Yeah, the snowshoe hare in PA. Yeah, because we're getting less. Well, this year, we're, of course, we're getting snow. But yeah, so like last year and the year before, snowshoe hare used to be like a big thing in PA. But because we get less snow now, they still turn white in winter without snow. So as it's, a, it's a rabbit type of rabbit it's that turns rabbit. white in the winter yes. is a form of camouflage, is a defense mechanism. Yes. So it's brown in the summer. White in the winter because it camos. Without snow, though, hawks, fox, and other carnivores pick it up. Yeah. So population's really small. Huh. Now, are they open for hunting at all? Is that something? There's that about hunt? two days you can hunt. Oh, really? That's it. Because wow. the population's so decimated. Wow. Yep. Um, well, this is great. So, anybody that uh, wants to get into doing outdoor things, um, is there anything that you'd recommend for them, or any way that they could get started? Uh, I know at Gage Strength Training, we, you know, when the weather is nice enough, we like to organize hikes and things that people can do outdoors. Um, and Chris usually runs all that. Yep. Is there anything else you want to add to that? Easiest way: download All Trails that app, or you can go on uh, your computer and just look for some easy trails to get started. You do don't need much, just some workout gear when the weather's nice, or some boots or hiking shoes when the weather's not, you know, a little muddy out there, and that'll be it. You All don't right. really need much to get started. Cool. Uh, thank you for coming on, Chris. This was great. Thank you. All right. Yeah, 16, 16. minutes. Sweet. That was good. <laughs>